Storywise would end. Season 2, Episode 1. Welcome to Storywise Would End. True stories told live in Wood End in the Macedon Ranges, 70 kilometres north of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Well, welcome back for a second season. My name's Kate Lawrence and I'm the host of Storywise Would End. It feels a little like my social graces, which are a little less graceful than I'd like them to be, because I definitely dropped the ball at the end of season one, um, a bit like when I don't say goodbye at a function I just kind of wander off. That's how it feels, because I just didn't even sign off, say goodbye, say it was the end, anything at all. Christmas and five weeks of kids on holidays and sending my daughter off to France at the tender age of 15 for 10 months as an exchange student, as well as my eldest son finishing school, meant that my attention was otherwise taken up. And Podcasting is one of those things you can't, I can't just kind of quickly run, run one off. Takes a little bit of getting myself to it. But here I am and I'm determined that I will do this season with a proper sign off at the end when I get to the end. This season I am going to have one story per episode. So the story in this week's episode comes from the wonderful Cassie Slum, who was a regular all throughout uh, 2016. Cassis comes from Kyneton and her and her mother run a most gorgeous store in Kyneton that was originally in Brunswick and when you Google, the name of the shop is Alison Co and when you Google Alison Co it tells me that they are purveyors of language arts and other wonders. Ah, makes my heart melt just to be a purveyor of something, such a, such a wondrous use of language. So uh, Cassis and her mother run that um, shop with beautiful uh, etchings and books and I think her mum does some publishing as well. So if you're ever in Kyneton, call in if they're open at 7 High Street. Uh, and then today Cassis is telling the story where the theme was Eclipse of the Heart. And mm, it's a it's a ripper. It's uh, it's a very funny story. Here it is. From the age of thirteen to twenty six, I kept a diary. Now, last week I was um, I cleaned out my shed, and in amongst boxes of rat ruined clothes, old books belonging to housemates, and broken furniture. I found piles of exercise books, all scuffed, some falling apart, my diaries. So from my late teens to maybe into my, well, till my mid-twenties when I met my future husband, I can think of four boys slash men who for a while I was completely and utterly in love. 
There was my childhood crush who looked like Keanu Reeves but was in love with my best friend. There was the towering golden bass player who broke my heart over and over. And then there were two staggeringly intelligent men who, despite their genius, were neither smart enough to realise that I was the one for them. (laughs) Um... So anyway, I found found my old diaries and I sat down to reread the years 1991 to 1996, ages 17 to 22. And this rereading revealed a couple of things. One, I was completely and utterly boy crazy. That's all my diaries talked about. And two, there were many, many, many more boys with whom I was obsessed than just the four that I recalled to you before. Um, so there were names which occupied literally months of entries to whom I can't put a memory to now. (laughs) But there was one boy in particular who featured heavily for years. He first appeared in late 1991 as a nameless but beautiful drummer sighted at the Perth Perth Conservatorium Open Day. He reappears in early 1992, twice still nameless as a walk-by on the street and breathlessly as sitting two rows behind me, three streets, three seats across with no one in between at a gig at the Perth Jazz Club. And then finally later that year, he's revealed with a bang as Evan Jenkins He talked to me, my diary says. (laughs) He played in two bands and I quickly became a groupie of both. And our relationship quickly progressed to one of casual friendliness. So, and I would, I recorded in my diary in great detail the conversations we had making special note of when he initiated the conversations and one night I wrote, we talked about something other than him. (laughs) I told everybody about him, all my friends, my mother, my mother's friends, always emphasising how gorgeous he was. He was so gorgeous. Now, one day I was walking down some suburban street in Perth and I ran into my childhood soulmate. He'd recently returned to Perth from Sydney and we hadn't seen each other for for 10 years. He was with a friend. Now, although my diary doesn't make mention of this friend, he did actually later on turn out to be the towering golden bass player, but... (laughs) I only remember him because as I was gushing to them about Evan Jenkins and how gorgeous he was, he got a confused look on his face and he said, I know someone by that name. He's got a girlfriend. I was thrown for a minute but then I thought, no, it's just a coincidence. It is possible for there to be two Evan Jenkins, both drummers in Perth. Now... Shortly after this, I organised for a big group of people to go to one of Evan's gigs. It was the big reveal. They were going to see just how gorgeous he really was. Um, But the response was not what I expected. My best best friend described him as utterly unattractive. (laughs) And another friend called him a weed. And my childhood soulmate said, I can't believe that you could be obsessed with someone who looks like that. 
But I was completely undeterred and my pursuit of him was continued in earnest. We now were at that sort of stage where I would help him pack up his drum kit after gigs and um, sometimes he offered a lift home, very exciting, and one afternoon we ran into each other at, at a youth jazz festival and we spent the whole afternoon just lolling around on the grass. <gasps> now, at the same time as all this was going very well, I mean, I was sure that fate was going to bring us together. It was just a matter of time. Now, at the same time as this was all going on, my relationship with my long-lost childhood sweetheart was also developing into a real-life adult friendship and with that, a whole new social circle. So his friends, they all went to the same school. Many of them were musicians and they knew Evan. To be more precise, they knew Evan's girlfriend because, of course, there weren't two Evan Jenkins dramas in Perth. Um, and, and I soon met her and I... I wrote in my diary about how great it was to get to know her and how nice she was and how funny she was. I kept a really high... Oh, I also said I didn't fancy Evan anymore because I couldn't fancy someone who had a girlfriend. That wouldn't be right. So I kept a very high moral ground in my diary at this time and it was all lies. I thought she was vapid and egotistical and she wanted to be a pop star. Like, I was so cool and that was... Not cool to want to be a pop star. Um, it was also a lie that I didn't fancy Evan anymore. I mean, come on, he was gorgeous. So I kept going to his gigs. She started going to them more too. But not, it wasn't, she wasn't there enough to deter me from my now secret um, plan to steal him from her. Um, and, and, you know, Evan and I, we'd gone to hugs, a few hugs here and there. Sometimes he'd get me into the gigs for free. And then one night, an all-night orgy of drink, drugs and music when he invited me and a friend to go with the band to a late-night show at a, um, at a club in the city. I was in my element hanging out with these guys who were like the, the rising stars of the Perth jazz scene. I had hit peak cool. And that was actually the peak of my Evan obsession too because in my diaries... New names start appearing, some of the musicians. Um, and actually a few months later I got a real boyfriend. <laughs> um, and Evan disappears from my diary completely and from my memory. As I read my diary, I couldn't resist. I'm reading the, the best extracts to my husband. Um, and he said, do you reckon we could Google him? LAUGHTER <laughs> to see how gorgeous this man really was. <laughs> so Google Images revealed a very ordinary to funny looking middle-aged man sitting at a drum kit. He wasn't familiar at all. I thought there weren't two Evan Jenkins drummers in Perth but it's possible there were two Evan Jenkins drummers in the world, right? <laughs> so I clicked on, on an art, I clicked on the photo which led to an article which described him as playing in this jazz trio based in London. And the bass player was Rex Horan, who was a luminary of the Perth music scene in the 90s. This was my Evan, no, no doubt about it. Um, so I trawled through Google a bit more and I found an article that's, that was list, were, talked about the seven best jazz drummers in the world. And Evan was listed second. 
Which goes to show, it doesn't matter what he looks like, if he's good enough, the drummer really is a spunk. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Kate Lawrence, and you're listening to Storywise Would End. Oh, gosh, the agony of unrequited love. It brings back so many memories. And I have to say that I had to do a little Google search, having, having listened to that story for a second time. And, and I looked up uh, the person in question, and oh, I can see exactly what Cassius saw in him. You know, he has aged, and he doesn't quite look what he probably did then, but he's, he's got a nice face, and I think that she, you know, was onto something. But it didn't work out for Cassius. So that's it for this episode. Quick, done and dusted. I'm hoping that this will make the process far more streamlined uh, and that I can get the episodes out to you uh, and that it's easier for you to listen to. If you're interested in coming to Storywise Would End, where we'll be starting up soon in the first um, Friday of the month from March to November in Wood End, it's a free event. And if you come with a story, you might get to be on the podcast. Who knows? If you've got any feedback, please either get in touch or leave a, a review on iTunes. We are in the new and noteworthy section at the moment, so that's pretty exciting. And it totally makes my day if anyone, anyone gets in touch and says, have listened, really like it. Thank you to the listener who said that he was stuck in Melbourne traffic and stumbled across the podcast and and was really impressed and enjoyed it. That definitely made my day. Until the next time, happy stories. Thanks for listening to StoryWise Would End. If you want to know more about StoryWise or me, Kate Lawrence, then head over to storywise.com.au. And remember, your stories matter. <laughs>